Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of No Funkin' Strictly Munkin', the only monk podcast that contains absolutely no funkin' for the duration of the episode. I am one of your co-hosts, Jay Christie, joined as always by my good friend, Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? Jake, I'm alright. I'm alright. How are you? I'm doing well. I never well. ask you how you are. I never ask you how you're doing. So I just uh, I I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm happy to be talking about uh, our good friend Adrian Monk once again. We're here to talk about Mr. Monk goes to the circus. Now you shared something with me before we started that this might be your least favorite episode thus far. Tell me why. Uh, yeah, this is correct. Um, I kind of like now that I think about it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's super annoying about it. Mostly like a lot of like arguing with each other Sharona and Monk mm-hmm. but they should have like they should have if they were really smart granted like they probably didn't have it all written out but they should have had the circus and the carnival episode back to back like a two-parter that would have been sick yeah I, I a big criticism I have is also just generally as an idea is that like it's it's kind of confusing that season one episode four is Mr. Monk goes to the carnival and season two episode four is Mr. Monk goes to the circus I feel like... I didn't know it was the fourth episode of the first one. Yeah. I feel like you don't need both those episodes. Like, a circus and a carnival are not saying I make... Obviously, they are different, but they're not different enough for me to feel like that they're both first two season ideas. Like, I feel like if you do Mr. Monk Goes to the Carnival in season one, you can wait till, like, season six to do Mr. Monk Goes to the Circus. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, so, yeah, this was, like, uh, an episode of highs, the highest of highs and the lowest mm. of lows. But it has by far the most like brutal death. Yes, I don't know if it's gonna oh. be topped. It's really bad. It's it's my I called it the uh, in my notes. I called it the greatest scene in television history. Is what I like when I was honestly. I was like I was like my my mouth was a game. You're like there because there, there's something great about. Um, I think that's good about the different levels of network television. Be like other than premium cable or like Netflix or something like that. Something that's on network television or on cable, a thing that they're able to do is because they aren't ever can't be as like violent or gory as HBO or whatever. They can surprise you by your own expectations, and like you just would never think that a show on USA Network would do that. Um, and of course, we're talking about uh, when the guy gets his head crushed by an elephant. An elephant. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I, I was watching it and like. <laughs> my girlfriend was getting like really nervous. I'm like, nah, they're not gonna do it. Like, come mm-hmm. on, that's freaking brutal. Like, there's no chance. <laughs> yes. And it, ha- <laughs> and it happens. And I'm just like, what the hell, man? I can't wait to see what else. I I just love. There's something I love just about ripping off mandates like that. Like, I don't think you always can do it. You can't always because then there's no expectations. But I like when sometimes shows are just like, no, fuck it. We're just gonna do the thing that you're like, they're not gonna, they're gonna possibly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, it was great, it was great. Yeah, that's why, like, I this episode has a lot of flaws, and I think a lot of it's, like, kind of boring and is kind of, I don't know, it, it's not definitely not one of my favorites. However, I can't say it's the worst one just because, like, I think that scene so fondly. Um, when I was, because, you know, I'm still living with my parents because of the COVID and what have you, and whenever I say I gotta do the monk pod, they're always like, oh, which one? And I said, Mr. Monk goes to the circus. And they're like, which one is that? And, like, front of mind, it's the one where the guy gets his head crushed by the elephant. Like, that's <laughs> just the first one, that the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, you've just watched it. it. Tell me in, like, forward. a year, if someone asked you what the episode was, you'd be like, oh, it's the one where the guy gets his head crushed by an elephant. Yeah, that's going to be my, my takeaway from this uh, episode. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's an episode that I think... Um, you can tell just visually, I, it suffers in that so much. Like while the actual mechanics of a circus, um, which I have actually never been to a circus because I am uh, afraid of clowns. But we'll get to that. Um, and we don't have to, but it's the truth. Never went to a circus growing It'll up, as come kid, out. and I don't want to go now uh, for the same reason. But anyway, the vi- like everything that happens in like the side of the big top is different than a carnival. But like the actual like landscape of what like a circus looks like. On just like the grass parts in the grounds is basically identical to a carnival, so it kind of is. Yeah. I, that really suffers from that because it's just like I feel like I just watched Monk navigate jugglers and people and like you know people eating food, gross foods, and yada 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 on like a horses too. Like that's carnivals have horses as well, you know. Yeah, no, it it was way too similar to that first one. That it mm. just it was, um, but. But yeah, I mean, there there's some good stuff here. There's yeah. but there's a lot of bad stuff. Really bad yeah. accents. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, my. yes, it is uh, a problem. Um, 
Yes, that's definitely something that I noticed this time around particularly. It just is like, it, uh, it, it's just not necessary for a lot of it. Like, I think that the yeah. killer, I can understand because you have to believe that she is, uh, strict enough Romani, um, that she wouldn't go to a hospital, but the other people, it's like, they can, there are plenty of carnies from Miami, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they yeah. don't need to yeah. be, actually, what is it? Is it Titusville, Florida, I think is like the, uh, the capital of, uh, carnival people in America? Um, you tell me. I have no clue. I mean, I've it's, never it's, been to. I've never been to a circus either. It's not. Uh, I've been to. I've been to circus circus in Vegas. Like, and that was fun. Florida carnival people capital of the world. I swear to God, there is a town in Florida. Uh, Gibbs Gibtown. Gib. It's Gib. Oh, sorry. It's Gibsonton, Florida. Uh, and it's nicknamed Gibtown. Yes, I knew that there was a place because I saw in, like a murder podcast once. There's a guy who like. Is there like a university there? Uh, Gibsonton University, there like, might be, but not a big one. It's not. No, a big like, I mean, like a like a like a circus, like you know. Uh, no, sort of the academy. main circus. That's Ringling College in Sarasota, Florida. It's like twenty five minutes off the road. Don't be ridiculous. Okay, um, I'm not far off. I didn't even think that was a thing. To be no, honest, I just well, there are plenty of colleges, but the Ringling College is it's it's funny. It's like a super prestigious visual arts college because the Ringling Brothers have like one of like the three biggest private collections of art in the United States. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, I had no idea. They have a they have a museum in Sarasota. It's beautiful. I've been there. My cousin actually studied visual arts at Ringing Academy. Um, it's a really beautiful campus with like a bunch of crazy, expensive, famous works of art there. Yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, Gibsonton, Florida, is uh, it's the sideshow winter town. I remember that there was a guy on like one of those murder podcasts who killed, I think, his like wife and her lover. But he was notable because he had like lobster claw hands. Anyway, <laughs> now that should have been the monk episode, honestly. <laughs> like that, that would have been a better monk episode. Yeah, no, for sure, you're right. But anyway, so the episode starts off. Uh, we're at a restaurant, um, and this guy. You remember, you remember those days? Yeah, I mean, hey, they're outdoor dining. You know, yeah, social that's distancing. True. Um, that this guy Sergey, who very quickly he he let's be honest, he has it coming. Because he lights up a cigarette and uh-huh. refuses to put it out. Like, what a dick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, and... it's outdoors. I, 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 I could, like, you know, be like, all right, man, like, that's totally fine. But, you know, it's a restaurant's policy. Like, they make the rules. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also, like, your meal. I know it is outdoors, but also, like, I sat in outdoor seating next to people who are smoking. And it's more pleasant than if it was indoors, but it still sucks. <laughs> like, it's still unpleasant. <laughs> Yeah, there's Jake the kink shamer. Okay, I'll, yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm kink shaming. Uh, apologies uh, that I, you know, want to be able to taste the food I'm eating. Um, anyway, so he throws a cigarette at the waiter, which is like so rude. You're immediately like, this guy deserves to die. And if that's what you're thinking, I have good news for what just happens next. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in full ninja garb. Now, what was your thought when you saw the ninja garb? I literally was like, okay, so this is like has to do with like a ninja. How does that have to do with the carnival at all? It is a good question. Or circus, sorry. It is circus. Exactly, See, I'm gonna exactly, keep exactly, switching exactly. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, there is an episode where we do get involved with ninja stuff. Um, I believe what is it, Mr. Monk and God, how am I forgetting this? Go to anyway. the dojo. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, I'll get it. But anyway, so this ninja comes down for the fire escape, um, as ninjas are wont to do. Uh, ninjas like to show off how ninja like they are, and um. She, we know it's a she later on, kicks the phone out of the waiter's hand who's trying to call the police and ends up shooting the, uh, the Sergei Sergei. victim from a long ways away. And then she, like, does some ninja moves on a bar and then runs away. Um, so, it's exciting stuff. Um... Some ninja moves, I like that. I mean, how, okay, you describe them differently. Uh, I would call them acrobatics. That's fair. Knowing if what she we wasn't, know now. if she wasn't wearing the ninja garb, that would be an, that would be the way I would describe them. But I mean, yeah. Where does ninja moves and acrobatics end and begin? Uh, sound off in the comments below. Anyway, um, we then cut to the crime scene, and um, Monk is doing his work, but he can't focus. What's what's wrong? Uh, well, first of all, there's like a Monk super fan. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, super stoked. And, like, I didn't get it at first because Disher was, like, totally acting like an idiot. Like, he didn't know what the hell he was mm. talking about. I'm not sure what his goal was there. Was he trying to make him look like a moron? 
the other guy? I think that that's what Disher was trying to do. I think he was like, all right, yeah, like, like giving him, like, you know, humoring him, like, this guy thinks he's so inside, like, okay, yada, yada, yada. And I don't think that... <clears throat> yeah. I, yeah. Well, no, I mean, before that, like, this whole scene, like, well, because you see it at night first, right, mm-hmm. the, the crime scene. But, like, when you see it in the daytime, it's like, okay, well, I've seen this set before from, like, every goddamn TV show yeah. ever known to man. It's, like, the most back like, like, yeah. uh, you know, place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, so he, he really hates that, uh, that, that he's, like, oh, no, so Monk's trying to do his thing, and he basically has Stottlemyre Stott- kick him out because his socks don't match, right? Yep. Yeah. Because Monk can't focus. And you know what? Like, that's fair. fair. You, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, I can't charge the cop because I've most certainly worn mismatching socks more than once. Um, thankfully, most of my socks are all white, so they're only mismatching on the bottom. But I know. Um, and it well, these were both black. No, one was like blue, dark blue it looked like. Oh, was it? My TV sucks, I guess. I don't know. I just know. I noticed it um, because uh, I also, uh, you know, have accidentally worn dark blue pants when they're supposed to be black to uh formal occasions um possibly a funeral oh. i'm not gonna you know cop to that though but that would be inappropriate if I get oh that. god um but anyway so um <laughs> so they get to uh so yeah they they're at the crash and they see the couple things they notice is that um the shot was from like 34 feet away which is a very hard shot to get because it was one shot shot through the heart and he's to blame Obviously, we later okay, find out yeah. that Natasha gives love a bad name. But, um... Yep. Nice. They notice that. They no- talk about the ninja moves, the acrobatics, um, and Monk notices that all the sugar cubes in the dish in the middle of the table are gone, which I don't know if I've just never been to that fancy of a restaurant, but it, ha- have you been to a restaurant where sugar cubes are in the middle of the table? Uh, no. It's usually, like, uh, like office environments that have sugar cubes. Yes. Yeah. In my experience. Uh, but they were, like, on top of, like, having sugar cubes, they looked like they were brown sugar cubes. Yeah. Which so, I didn't know was a thing. I, You know what? I, I can't uh, attest anything about fine dining. The finer things in life just generally escape me. So also sound off in the comments below if that's something you've encountered. But um, monk they jokes. Also find, yeah, they also find, like, uh, wood shavings or sawdust, which does that even apply? Does does anything come of that? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. That probably was something they cut out uh, afterwards. There's a, there's a few things like that, and then, like, the fact that Nikolai was left-handed. Like, mm-hmm. they, they there was a lot of, like, clues that were brought up that, like, nothing was done mm-hmm. with. So that was well, that's how they get That's how Monk knows that Nikolai didn't do it, because if he's left-handed, that, um, I believe that wasn't the shooter right-handed. Wasn't that the... Uh... Or no? Well, he no. They didn't even say anything about that. Oh, That's right, what I'm okay. saying. Like anyway, um, he just yeah. But Monk makes a joke about how the person, since they did a bunch of acrobatic things, could be in the circus. And then Disher finds out because this is 2003, and you couldn't just look someone up automatically. He gets someone tells him like, "Hey, we looked at this victim, Sergey, whatever his last name was, and he's in the circus." Um, so he's the ringleader. Mm-hmm. He's the master of ceremonies. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, we cut to the circus where they enter in and, um, you know, Monk's just generally uncomfortable. He says, uh, this is not my comfort zone. And um, Sharona says, of course, uh, I didn't know you had a comfort zone. You know, an alley-oop of a joke if I've ever heard one. Not not that it's bad, but it's very, you know, easy. You know, you know where the punchline was going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so they're checking it out. Disher sees a little kid shooting... Like in a shooting gallery, mm-hmm. he wants to he wants to cut loose a little bit, but mm-hmm. Sotomayor no. puts the. I mean, they're, they're just just he's, he's just a little kid inside, you know. He just wants to cut loose, um, and then Monk, Randy, mm-hmm, Randy. Then Monk approaches the juggler, who Monk want the juggler wants Monk to throw uh, him an orange, and Monk is so hesitant he ends up throwing it at his head. Um, this kind of cringeworthy stuff that's like the five seconds too long which i think is like all the times monk doesn't work it's because something's five seconds too long it's like this is stopping funny and now it's just like okay i want to see what happens next in the episode come on does it um, ever go away no i would say it's eight times it gets worse 
but it, it's it's just something you just deal with, unfortunately. It, it can't be worse than the baseball one. That was the worst one by far. I've seen. No, 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 no. There's one specifically. I think it's Mr. Monk and the Big Reward has the worst of those, I think. It's not literally the same yeah. thing, but it's the, it's the scene where I just... It's probably one of my least favorite episodes, um, just because it has something that's like so... It just goes on way, 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 way too long. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway... Uh, yeah, so you just... I, I, th- I think the funny thing is I think Monk a lot of times is hamstrung by the fact that it clearly was pitched and was supposed to be more of a comedy than it ended up being. Because while I like when Monk's funny, like, it's, I don't want the plot of the episode to stop to be funny. Like, it's just not one of those shows. I'm not I'm not here to laugh so yeah. much as I am to watch a f- cool mystery, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, that's Yeah, I guess that's true. That that I hadn't thought about that. But definitely when they lean more into like just a slapstick comedy, mm-hmm. this never works. Yeah, and I think like when it's the comedy that's interwoven into the story, especially like the verbal comedy and the, you know, the especially it's a lot of like the back and forth between Shona and Monk, whether, you know, the jokes, like the, you know, I didn't know you had a comfort zone, like, um, I'm trying to think of other jokes, like, you know what I mean? Like where there's like the, the back and forth thing is always funnier than any of these long drawn out bits. But anyway... They go to the stables because Monk, you know, noticed that uh, the sugar cubes were um, gone from the table. So it's like, oh, given whoever took them, we give them to the horses. Um, I saw this episode, right. I think, when I was like nine or ten, and this is when I first learned that horses like sugar cubes. So thank you, Monk. Um, anyway, um, I would have learned it at some point relatively soon after that, but, you know, it's, there's always a time to learn things. Um, and. Uh, that's how Monk basically like says to uh, what's this woman's name? I assume you wrote it down. Ariana. Ariana basically is like, I know you're on the date with Sergey because you took those uh, sugar cubes. Sugar cubes, and um, you know he she basically is like, I know who did it, right? Because because she's saying like, and then she shot him, yada yada yada. And Monk's like, why do you keep saying she? Right. It's like, oh, I know who did it. Uh, Natasha, his ex-wife. Um, and uh, why did she not come forward? Why did Ariana not tell the police anything? Uh, she did. Oh, because she's a she's not a naturalized citizen. She's not a citizen. She's, not she's a citizen. studying to be a citizen. Yeah. And Monk noticed it because he saw mm-hmm. that she was she had a United States Constitution mm-hmm. uh, Constitution mm-hmm. pamphlet in her bag, which mind your own fucking business, Monk. Jesus. I mean, Monk. he's a detective. Also. I oh, like yeah, the reason yeah, I yeah. brought this up is because I like when Monk is nice because Monk very sincerely just says good luck by the way, you know Monk can be a nice guy yeah, if he wants yeah. to be, yeah, you know he's yeah. not doing it to be like snooping her business, you know he's just saying like because well, if I remember correctly I think it was Sharon is like why didn't you come forward you know very judgingly and Monk is like yeah. no 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 she's trying to protect herself let's not you know um, let's not rough uh, on your feathers exactly no reason to get to jam this woman up. Um, and at the same She's a witness of a murder. She's getting jammed up. That's fair. Um, uh, what, what was the rapper who said, if you get jammed up, don't mention my name? Anyway. Um, I don't know. I, this is a line I think I thought of. Whatever here, the phrase jammed up, I think of that. I forget who said it. Um, I think it was Weird Al Yankovic. You know, it could have been him. Um, <laughs> the in between, like, uh, accordion solos. Um, so they we cut to a different style. I'm talking to Nikolai Petrov, who is like the big cat wrangler and is the person who owns the gun that was used in the crime and um, yeah it was some sort of ruger like a very specific model a gun that was used to hunt elephants i think is what they said yeah isn't that oh yeah because that's kind of what leads them to the circus also is that they find out what that... Well, they, no, they no, go no. to the circus because they know he worked there, and that also, it, it makes right. sense. So like, oh, of course, that also would make sense why a that gun would be there used the in the gu- first place. Right, the gun was registered. They had someone mm-hmm. re- that at the carnival, or the, whatever, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, see, this is the problem. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's really fucking with my head. Mm-hmm. No worries. So, um... They end up, you know, asking him to come downtown because they think he did it because they're dumb and, uh, just kidding. It's because they do, like, actual, in, in, in 99% of investigations, if, uh, someone gets murdered and someone at their place of work, who, like, they travel the country with, owns a rare gun that was the murder weapon, that it probably is a good idea to assume they did it. <laughs> like, only in, like, these weird yeah. monk cases. <laughs> like, at 99%, 99% of crimes are really easy to solve. 
Um, don't quote me Wait, on that. But was he, that was that was that before or after? Because they ask him to see the gun, and then when they go to see it, the gun isn't there. Yeah. So that's when they're. Yeah. Then they. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And then what happens with Sharona? Something very important. Yeah, so she starts, like, acting super uneasy, and you're like, okay, well, I wonder what this is about. Uh, so it turns out that she is afraid of elephants, which, mm-hmm. you know, they are big animals. I understand. Mm-hmm. I have a, a weird fear of horses. They've never done anything to me, but I just, like, mm-hmm. I fear them. But anyways, we find out the reason why she has, like, such whatever feelings towards elephants. It's like when she was a kid, she witnessed, like, a like another child She witnessed a near-Harambe like, situation. Well, she witnessed a Harambe situation with an elephant, is the way I interpreted it. R.I.P. Harambe. Yeah, R. I. exactly. Yep. I mean, I felt really bad, because when I was watching, I was just like, that's not that big of a deal. Like... I think is I think that know, as someone who is very phobic and gets traumatized very easily, I can imagine if you're... I'm, I'm imagining it like the Harabe situation. I think if you're, like, six and you're watching a kid be, like, dragged around by an ape, that would probably scar you for life. Think, I think also but that's not what happened. No, I know. But what they said is that, like, she fell in the cage and, like, everyone's... I think that... I guess the thing is what I'm thinking about is... If you're seven, you might not necessarily be able to put together the full pieces of how much in danger this girl is. But if you just feel all the adults and everyone panicking, and you hear like her mother screaming that she's gonna get killed by elephant or whatever like that, I think that that I can understand how that would imprint in your brain something about elephants being scary. That like the most tense time in your whole childhood where everyone was freaking the fuck out was when an elephant was. I don't know. I I, I get it. I think that it's uh you know um I. I think most people... I actually like the fact that that is the explanation of it. Because I think in TV shows and movies, people's fears are way too concrete in how they came about. Like, like if it was like, I was attacked by an elephant or whatever, it's like, okay, then you should be afraid of an elephant. But, like, most people's fears aren't from that. Most people's fears are from little things in their childhoods as opposed to, like, gigantic... You know, like, I have a great aunt who's, like, afraid of swimming because, like, when she was, like, three, she, like, fell in, like, a pond and, like, really was in no danger of drowning, but she just has a memory of that and so she doesn't swim. Like, things like that, like, I think that's how most people develop fears as opposed to, I actually almost died. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I understand and I get that. But in this case, I kind of wish they would have leaned into it and just been like, yeah, my dad was killed by a wayward elephant or something. Okay, that, like that. that would have been dumb. Because like, right. at, at that point... At I that, would be more in on that. Because I, I think things, I think it's important that it's completely irrational for her because she, Monk needs to be able to... It, she needs to be acting like Monk, in a way. And he needs to be able to see himself in her. And I think that... The yes, okay, knowing what we know about later in the episode, yes, you're right. Yeah, like, it just it doesn't work if it's if it's actually, like, her dad got killed. Like, that is a serious thing, that, you know? That, that, uh, there's no amount of, like, petting an elephant is gonna help with that. Um, but yeah. anyway, so she's afraid yeah. of elephants, and Monk um, makes a c- huge error, and what does he tell her to do uh, when he learns about this? Yeah, no... It- yeah, I guess, you know, this is, like, that USA television, like, kind of shit where you have to manufacture tension. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, basically, like, all of a sudden, Monk's, like, an asshole. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have, like, any sympathy for her or empathy, whatever you want to call it. And he basically just tells her to suck it up, like, just keep mm-hmm. it moving. I think that I, I don't like the way they do it. I think that there is a story there in Monk not being able to recognize how difficult he is for other people. And I think right. that Monk does that because he's unable to function without Sharona functioning so he's basically the part his human brain shuts off and it's like no I need but Sharona is not helping me so I need Sharona so I'm gonna so but it really does come off as more just him being an asshole rather than him not understanding if that makes sense like it seems like he's been right, really mean no. as opposed to like him having a mental block because I think I can make sense of someone who has severe anxiety not being able to accept their caretaker being vulnerable because then that means that they're not being taken care of you know what I mean but I can't... Yeah. He just seems mean about it in a way. Or, like, when he laughs specifically at being an elephant, like, that doesn't mean anything. Um, uh, it's, you know, because he... We talk, we'll get to it later, because when Sharona talks about other things he's afraid of. Um, but then they go, yeah. meet, they go meet Natasha, who... Actually, can we, I want to say this, because I want to talk about Natasha's accent, because that's the best, probably, which is not saying something. But I think Ariana's is just terrible. It's... Um, oh, no, it's dreadful. It's dreadful. It is, um, 
really shameful, uh, especially because if I remember, I remember that sh- that actress was on um, Criminal Minds for the first couple seasons, um, and I was like, that's definitely not how she talks. And uh, I feel like that's always the thing when when it's like an actor or something like that who you've never seen anything else it's harder to notice but when you've heard someone's actual voice you can hear it come through and it's like that's just this is, this is not how you speak at all um but anyway um what do you think of natasha's accent uh you know what like i'm not gonna pretend to know like what romani gypsy people sound like um mm-hmm. i just thought it was like kind of a bullshit russian accent but then you mm-hmm. find out later that she's a gypsy a romani gypsy romani gypsy just so, romani the, the I mean, gypsy part is not literally but kind of sort of a slur now um just fyi right no it is yeah yeah but i mean it, yeah 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 i'm not gonna it's not it's not like cancel but it's just like it's one of those things you know you just you know i try not to say but yeah i mean like if you look her yeah. up she is she's canadian and she is of um i doesn't i think some type of russian descent it's her name it, oh Yugos, she's uh serbian excuse me um, so okay. Lolita Davidovich. Um, so you have to assume she has like okay. some background, but it's, it's, it, I don't know. It definitely, Ariana's was the one that was just like, Jesus, this is just like actually dreadful. Um, and once again, this character does yeah. not also have to be Eastern European. Um, <laughs> she does, she doesn't. Yeah. Um, but anyway. She could be Canadian. Exactly. Um, so when we're in the tent with Natasha, Natasha is making basically no real attempt to dissuade monk of thinking that she killed her her ex-husband um which is why is that well it's because she couldn't have her legs broken dun 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 actually it's her foot sorry her foot yeah you're right actually no it's both of them we'll find out later they're like on her feet uh yeah so so yeah no so the whole time that they're framing like you know monk questioning her and, uh, and, you know, she's, she's like, like Jake said, mm-hmm. like you just said, um, you're, he, she's not really trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, and right when, like, you think, like, okay, well, clearly we know it was her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the way the camera works, mm-hmm. then it pulls out and you see that she's in a wheelchair. So yeah. how the hell was she going to do all love, those acrobatics? I love that her uh, alibi was, and we'll get back to that, but I love her alibi was reading War and Peace by Tolstoy. It's like... She's been a Russian woman for forty plus years. She's gotten it's like she's more advanced. She's not Russian though. Well, it's, well, oh yeah, right. She's a Romani. Okay, but no, but Romani people are by definition. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone isn't the whole thing that they don't have a homeland. <laughs> like, isn't that the whole thing? Well, yeah, yeah, it is. But but like, but yeah, no, she ain't Russian. Sure. That's my point. Okay, my point being, she she should be on. Well, it feels just like cheesy to have someone with an Eastern European accent be like, I read Tolstoy. It feels like no one wanted to Google a more advanced Russian writer. Um, but anyway, uh, you're right. I was being, uh, I was generalizing, and I apologize to all of our uh, listeners in the former Eastern Bloc. Um, but anyway, yes, they. No, uh, no. It, yeah, honestly, no, you're totally, like, I think you're okay. Like, I'm not. No, saying I'm, I I'm also kidding. When I, I'm not kidding when yeah. I apologize. I'm kidding that I did yeah. anything wrong. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, no, because everyone else in this episode is is Russian, mm-hmm. basically. Like so It's you know, unclear. It kind of makes Completely sense. unclear where yeah. anyone's from. Um which is That's true. which is really par for the course for most television, if I'm being honest. Uh but Yeah. You're right, that she obviously couldn't have done all those things, all those acrobatic moves if she uh if her leg was broken. If her foot and leg were broken. Anyway. Because uh, uh, yeah, no, because apparently uh, according to like everybody or whatever, like uh, she had broken her leg two weeks previously in Kansas mm-hmm. in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, and like somebody and like some people seem to back it up. So yeah, that's why we we believe her. exactly. Her. Um, and so Monk is uh, witnessing. I mean, is is with Stoudemire and Disher in the interrogation observatory room when they had Nikolai in there. And Monk's basically like he's left handed. He couldn't have done it. I got. I I think. Uh, his ex-wife did it, and uh, the captain just like she had a broken leg, um, and over and over again, like basically any new piece of evidence, Monk says like, but she did this, and he's like, what well, she had a broken leg, um, so. But also, mm-hmm. how do we know that? I, well, we don't because she, of course, she said it herself because she's a Romani and she doesn't believe in doctors. So correct, they end up getting her to agree. I don't know, this must have been pulling teeth. I mean, my, my entire experience of the Romani people and how they deal with hospitals is from that one episode of House where uh, there's like a Romani teen who is 
in the hospital. Spoiler alert, it turns out he actually just swallowed a toothpick when he's making out with his girlfriend, but it's not here or there. Um, that Ugh, somehow... That sounds terrible. I know. It's, he's in the hospital for most of the episode. It's not good. He got infected. Like, it infected, like, some part of his esophagus or something, or something like that. I don't fucking remember. Um, but they end up getting the x-ray, and the doctor's basically like, this is shattered in every place it possibly could be shattered. There's no way anyone could walk, much less run on this. Uh, sorry, uh, you're, you're done for. Like, you, deuces, your, uh, your theory's done. Uh, yeah, no. Also, yeah, okay, sorry, there's one last thing I forgot to, like, and it's not even a big thing, but when, when they're, like, at the cop station or whatever mm-hmm. with Disher and Sotomayor, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, Disher's drinking out of, like, a USA mug, like, Olympic. Mm-hmm. Is this, like, some weirdo, like, Russian-USA Cold War kind of, like... Su- no, it's subtext? probably because NBC Universal has the rights to the Olympics and NBC Universal owns USA. Ah. <laughs> foiled, foiled. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, Monk and Natasha have like a stare down in the hospital where basically, you know, Monk is doing his... I, I, this is where I do like Monk a lot, where Monk is doing his... He's just being confident, where he's being like, I'm going to get you. Like... I know I'm meek and afraid all the time, but, like, when Monk knows that someone did it, I like when he's just, like, you think you're going to outsmart me, but you're not going to outsmart me. Um, and, uh, spoiler alert, she doesn't. But, um, yeah, I, I, anything about that scene in your notes? Uh, no, not really. It's uh, mostly, like, right before that. Like, okay, so basically the whole middle portion of this episode is just Monk and Sharona fighting and being mm-hmm. annoying to each other, and I really... Really, really can't stand it. Yeah, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I think it's the worst, and it just it annoys me to no end. And mm-hmm. so, like, right around this whole thing when this is all happening, like Sharona starts smoking in a hospital, and like, yeah, you know what? Like, that was a thing you used to do, but not in two thousand and three. You're an asshole. Yeah, don't exactly like. Oh, you want to get back at Monk? Okay, great. You're gonna hurt. To, like, you're a nurse. What are you doing? Like, you get your license revoked. Yeah. Like yeah. She's just like a, I just I, like oh I, man. Like Sharona, I, I think she has great moments, and I like her, and I like her as a character in some moments. But she, I think we all can agree that she's not a good nurse. Like she's just bad at being a nurse. Is she a decent assistant? Yeah, sure. Is she a good nurse? No, absolutely. Not. Um, no, definitely not. But anyway, um, uh, then we cut to uh, Natasha and the elephant trainer, whose name I didn't write down. Um, Edgar Hines. Edgar. They're having a conversation. Where Edgar basically makes it known, like, "Hey, I know how you did it," um, but I will. This tell- reminded me. This reminded me. You know what it reminded me of? What? Let's see if you can guess. A previous monk thing. Oh, um, the guy, the uh, Mr. Monk goes back to school. The groundskeeper. Uh, yep, yeah. the groundskeeper. Yeah. It was the exact same. Whereas, thing. but whereas that guy had wanted to pay off his gambling debts, Edgar, with more, basically the most simp move of all time. Let's be honest, right? Uh huh. Hey, if you go on a date with me, I won't uh, tell the cops I know how you killed someone. That is truly... That is like... He might as well have like DM'd an e-girl for that. For older listeners, don't bother Googling any of that. Um, he is really just like... Yeah. It's pathetic behavior. Yeah, I know. It's like super like flimsy and like weak. The only thing I'd like... No, is I, don't, I, like, I don't think that like it's flimsy. Actor a lot. I don't think it's flimsy at all. I think that there are simps in the world. <laughs> I think there are guys who would do that. It just, like, as a character, it's pathetic. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it's like a flimsy move, like, yeah. as a, you know, as a person. Like, come on, man. Like, not like <laughs> it's, like, unrealistic. No, that's absolutely <laughs> yeah. unrealistic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the amount of things in the world that have been done for the nookie is too much to count. Um, uh, but anyway... Uh, so, yeah, so she agrees to, like, go on a date with him, basically, um, and, uh, he's too stupid to realize that, obviously, like, just whenever any character says something like that agrees to, like, if someone, if, if one, if a character goes up to the murderer, in any murder show, not just Monk, and says, hey, I know how you did the murder thing, but I'm not gonna tell anyone if you do X, and then the other character is like, oh, yeah, 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 that murder, the murderer's gonna murder that person. Always. It's always gonna happen. (laughs) It's never not happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and then and then something that you know, there's a monk called Sharona in a scene I assume you hate, um, because uh, it's this this interpersonal drama. But let's talk about what's going on behind him in the scene. Yeah, there's like annoying ass clown that just keeps like mimicking everything that monk's doing. Um, wasn't there a similar like joke in in the carnival one? 
Um, I don't think so. Or am I just imagining things? I think you're. I think you might be imagining something. Um, but since I've seen okay. both of these episodes multiple times, I could be blending it together too. Um, but I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this clown is mimicking him, and he's annoying. And um, even if I wasn't afraid of clowns, I still wouldn't understand why they were funny. Uh, in any event. Um, and so he apologizes. Are you afraid of clowns in any media? Not, well, I'm not. Like, have in, you seen in, it? No, never. Uh, for this specific, like, I'm on you would TV, never. I'm, no, never. On TV and stuff, I'm fine. Like, I don't get afraid of clowns. And also, even, like, real life, I'm, like, not, when I was a kid, I was really bad. I just get kind of uncomfortable. And for some reason, it's, like, the amount and type of makeup that they have on really affects it. Like, that clown didn't, even as a kid, didn't bother me because if you, I can see regular skin tone, it doesn't bother me. It's, like, Pennywise specifically was always really terrible for me because there's the straight up white and then, like, just the red nose was always the scariest for me. And with the red... Li- I don't know. I have no idea why it's the case. Um, but I will never watch it. It was... I had a... When I was, like, seven, we had family friends who had it, the original, on VHS. And just seeing, like, the cover of it, like, gave me nightmares for, like, a year. So, I'm good uh, yeah. on Pennywise. I mean, again, I can see photos of clowns and I'm not get scared. But, like, if, if I'm at, like, uh, a kid's birthday party, I've just generally, like, you'll find me just, like, hanging around wherever the clown's not. Just not a fan. Um, could you date a female clown? Um, I, I, I don't know. My gut says no, but also they do say that, you know, um, a lot of people's preferences in that realm are born out of fears. So who knows? Um, (laughs) who knows? Who knows? I, I, you know, I, I I can't, I'm not going to shut the door on that, you know? Um, so anyway, um, what am I going to do? Um, so Sean is not interesting in helping him out. He's back at the carnival. So he decides he's going to try to follow Natasha to try to take a photo of her, like, standing up or whatever. And she's fully onto him. Um, and, uh, yeah. W- w- anything about this scene stick out? Uh, no. Just, you know, just more of, like, Monk, uh, despite every shred of evidence pointing or no i guess a lot of evidence points towards her but yeah. like main crucial things mm-hmm. but despite all that he's just steadfast yeah. in believing that it's her i feel like this scene was definitely this is just a, a kind of a repeat scene the scene in the hospital and the scene really don't yeah exactly anything different you're right um uh, right. so that kind of is like frustrating um but anyway then we cut to uh dr kroger's office um in what i think is a good scene in the episode uh where Monk first is talking he's frustrated about the case, but then it becomes quickly apparent that he's frustrated about Sharona, um, and he tells Dr. what's going on, and uh, Dr. Royer says that he that Monk needs to figure it out for himself. Um, and I, I like this bit of Monk uh, being, you know, talking about this. Yeah, like, saying that, like, I don't have the... Because Kroger tells him, like, you have the answer in you, or... Right? And it's like, like, no, like, no, I don't, I don't have, have the answer, answer in you. you have the and answer if you tell me... Yeah. That I will have yeah. the answer in me. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, Monk doesn't. Uh, I, I, I like Kroger. I like Kroger a lot. Yeah, Doctor Kroger. Really like, does he ever get? Does he ever get like in the mix? Like, uh, not. Kroger there's a, there is an episode, as you might imagine, where he gets involved. Just you know, because it's a television show. But no, he's mostly just there to be as like a a breakup for the show and to have. Um, you know, more some of the quiet moments with Monk. Like I think he really he serves a lot of different purposes, and I think he is. Um, an incredibly effective character because, for the most part, it's a place where you get to see Monk operating without being judged by other people. Um, yeah. And I think they see it, some sure. of the deeper character moments that Monk has come in Dr. Kroger sessions, as you might, you know, because obviously he's a therapist. Um, so I think that he's really, really good for that reason. Um, but anyway, um, so then we cut back to the, the circus and uh, they find the. Uh, murder weapon the pistol in a cannon which i really like the visual joke of disher is looking down the cannon and then stomach yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i like it too but i like i like the fact that it's the backup cannon mm-hmm. more exactly well, yeah because if you did in the main cannon they would ca- find it pretty quickly um and then we oh that's true yeah and then we cut yeah. to uh Sharona's house monks there and um he wants to apologize to her and he has it written on a card um <laughs> which is very classic Monk. Um, Monk loves writing things on index cards. Um, and it's it's just not good enough. The apology is just clearly not enough. Yeah, not only that, but he calls her irrational. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, good luck, buddy. And she, and he, because he's basically like, you'll never meet an elephant in the wild. 
my fears are rational, like germs or whatever. And then she quickly points out that he's afraid of milk. Um, so... I, I missed that. I, I, I was trying to... There was, like, a portion of the episode where, like, the sound went out. I don't know. I'll tell you this. Technical, it, him being afraid of milk part. comes up again and again. Uh, it's definitely... Okay. Whenever they need a punchline of one of his fears, milk comes up, as it should, because <laughs> this is the funniest one. Um, there yeah. are, I think, soccer riots is one of them, too, that he's afraid of. Um, but, uh, anyway. And then, you know, Monk is basically... Like, He's trying to empathize. That's what he's trying to work on. So um, we then cut to uh, Natasha. Setting, he has like a yeah. he has like a breakthrough there though, right? Yes, yeah, so right, right, right. Because he says because Ben because Benji needs to like move his bicycle, and Monk says Benji move your bicycle because so your mom doesn't have to do it. And then Shara's like, oh, see, so you are capable of thinking about people other than yourself. Um, so it's nice. Yeah. And so that's what gives Monk an idea to help her out. But before that, we see some sabotage going on. I'm not sure for what reason, but. Natasha places a walkie-talkie on the back of the elephant's ear. Um, and then we cut to yeah. just, I mean, just one of the best scenes in television history where Monk Well, because takes... they, they set it up previously. They set it up previously where yeah. he's, like, he's doing that trick, yeah. right? Basically, oh, no, no, no. No, they don't. No, he sets it up in that scene. You see it earlier. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah. They, Monk takes Sharona. And I think that this is Monk being actually a good friend. Takes her to... Yes. With the elephant... They have to train her to like show that an elephant is a gentle creature that's not dangerous, right? Like, that's a really nice thing to do. Um, and yeah. so, uh, you know, she ends up getting close to the elephant and more relaxed. And the um, trainer does his routine, which basically is that he can put a watermelon underneath the elephant's uh, hoof, paw, hand, foot, whatever. Um, it's hoof, and uh, it will squash it, but then he'll put his head underneath and it won't because he's, you know, the trainer. He's in control. And yeah, we see it's – I think it's really just great visual storytelling that they show first what happens to a watermelon and then – so you don't need to see the yeah. head that – But you hear it. Oh, yes, it you're sounds damn right. fucking horrible. It sounds horrifying. I don't know how they got away with that on, like, TV PG television. <laughs> it's really something. Oh, my God. It sounded like it sounded like in Game of Thrones when the mountain got his head crushed. Yeah. No, sorry, not the mountain. Uh, the Viper. Oberyn. Yeah. Rest in yeah. peace to the best character in the show. Anyway, um, uh, don't at me. Um, so that he sticks his head underneath, and Natasha in a walkie-talkie says, like, whatever the word is to make the uh, elephant crush. Ubuntu or something? something? like that. I don't know. Maybe and that's then, just, like, the Boston Celtics. Uh... Never mind. Go on. And then, smash. And it's just, like, just, uh, truly is, like, shocking. This real shocking television stuff. Um, you'll love to see it. And then, as you might expect, it cuts to short of being traumatized, as she should be, because she just summons someone's head get crushed in front of her. The fact that she's on her feet minutes later is truly crazy. That is the most traumatic thing that has happened to almost anyone in the whole world, right? If you saw that happen, that'd be like the yeah. defining trauma of your life. Yeah, no, it was, I'm telling you, I'm still, like, I still haven't recovered in a way. Like, it's just, it, like, it's not even that bad, but it's like when you're not expecting it yeah. from like this, then it's like, it just sticks yeah. in the Yeah, your if it happened in Game of Thrones, it'd be like, ah, oh, well, that's funny. Uh, but, like, in this, it's like, what? In the middle of Monk? Monk with Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> this? Um, Not only that, but, like, I'm trying to think. Was Okay, so obviously this happens, like, during the daytime. But we're, like, were other people around? Did they witness that? That's horrifying. Yeah, I have no idea. It's unclear. I don't think so. I think it was, like, early in the morning. Um, okay. But then, yeah, so Sharona is, uh, you know traumatized and Monk's trying to make her cocoa and he can't because he doesn't know how big a dollop is which is a question we've all been wondering so then Sharon ends up making Monk cocoa um and uh she seems a little better she seems better this time than she did after the first time yes that's correct to be honest yeah um which is I think which is why the story doesn't really the the art doesn't really work because the story needs her to be at a further along place in the end even though it's only traumatized her more like she shouldn't be getting better actually she should be getting worse. Right. The story can't have that. Yeah. Um, and uh, then Monk, um, he get, he gets eight marshmallows, which is strange, you'll find. Because I don't know when they decided, but Monk only likes things in groups of ten. Eventually they make that decision. I guess it's not at this point. Um, but then he's counting his marshmallows, and uh, he, has a, he has his realization. 
the realization being, sorry, I was waiting for you to fill in my sentence, but that they sorry. said that the wildlife people or whatever, the animal control said it was a one in a thousand chant accident, but Monk is like, that can't be an accident. This is all, uh, you know, this, this had to have been done on purpose. What are the odds? And then we cut back to the circus. Uh, Natasha's coaching trapeze practice and, um, Stottlemyre, Disher, Sharona, and Monk come in and, uh, they tell what happened. And so I'll ask you the same question, Andre. What happened? Okay. Well, first I'll start with, there's a little scene in between all this. I don't know when it happens in the episode where she's training them. She's training like, tra- or like they notice trapeze artists. Oh, right, like, right, right. Monk accidentally knocks fall. into, he knocks into some trapeze, just like acrobats or whatever. And they, and she says, yeah. Natasha says, the first thing to learn how to do is fall. Yes. So, basically, this is the whole thing. She fakes that she falls that, that at that event two weeks before. Or, like, she does fall, right? But she manages to break her fall. And I, what I don't remember is how exactly... Does she just put a cast on? Well, yeah, because well, she acts things? like she has an injury and yeah, so yeah. she doesn't believe in hospitals. You know? R- yeah. Right, exactly. So, that, that went under the radar. So, then, she you know performs the whole murder you know mm-hmm. she does the whole acrobatic stuff shoots the guy mm-hmm. and then takes off and you know uh you know takes off down an alley and then turns out our guy Hines had witnessed her telling the elephant or basically having the elephant break her foot after the fact which is the most so painful that, thing know, i can she, imagine i can't imagine doing right. that's so unbelievably uh anyway yeah, so so yeah, so she did the murder and she covered it up and so she laid the groundworks by pretending to have like suffered that injury previously. Um but then she like she hurt herself after the fact. So mm-hmm. that's why she had a cast and you know all that. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's pretty and much then, it. And then yeah, then simple. she atta- we see her attach the walkie-talkie to the elephant. Um Oh yeah, yeah. And I feel like she really to cover her tracks. Yeah, she really screwed up though by not getting rid of the walkie-talkie. I don't know how she could have gotten yeah, to the how, elephant. that's impossible. I mean, the unfortunate thing is I don't there would, be, there would have been no way for her to get to the elephant, is the thing. So, like... Oh, after the fact. Right, because yeah, right after it, because then, the obviously, trainers would come, then animal control would have to come. Like, there just would have been no opportunity for her to get to the elephant to take it, so... Um, right, but she ends up getting busted because, like, you know, they're, they they find the, the walkie-talkie behind the ear, and they're like, oh, well, let's see... You it's see wiped it, like, down. Yeah, it's wiped down, so you know there's not going to be any fingerprints. But Monk points out that she needed to put batteries because it was a new new walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. So did she wipe the batteries? Mm-hmm. And she tries to so make an doesn't, escape. Doesn't look she like tries it. to make an escape. Doesn't look like it. And she gets into a little like yeah. jeep or whatever, and she's about to run Sharona down. But who comes to save the day? Dee Dee the elephant gets just like gets in front of Sharona's way so that shouts to Dee Dee the elephant. Honestly, shouts to DD the elephant, but also shame on like Natalia, Natasha, mm-hmm. Natasha. If she were really like as ruthless as she was, I don't yeah. see why the elephant would have stopped her from. I mean, well, the elephant would have stopped her. It's just a question of whether or not she would have knocked the elephant over and killed Sharona. Like the elephant right. would have stopped. Oh, her. that's true. <laughs> um, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so they end up getting, they end up catching her. Also, a thing to note during the whole "Here's what happened" scene. The clown is Thank miming. Thank you. I think I, yeah. I was going to mention yeah. that. Is miming. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the clown's miming, like, you know, the explanation of everything and, and, and Monk, you know, yeah, explaining everything. Yeah. And, you know, everyone starts to get really irritated by it and eventually Stottlemyre arrests the clown for yeah. impersonating an officer. I do. I, I love that just because the one scene is like, you're under arrest. And the clown immediately starts talking. He's like, what, why? <laughs> like, he drops the mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. He immediately broke his character right after mm-hmm. that. That was funny. I like that. Yeah, and so um, that's the end of, like, the case. But then we obviously have, like, the last scene where, uh, you know, Shrona is petting Dee Dee and feeding uh, her. And, you know, she's over a fear of elephants. Um, and, uh, yeah, anything else about this scene? Um, I, didn't, I didn't take any notes for it. Uh, I mean, I don't think we made it a point to stress it that much, but basically, like, the whole, the three words that you hear throughout this whole episode is suck it up. Oh, right. Yes, like, suck it up, suck it up, suck it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we didn't stress so it that I mean, much, because like, I think we both didn't really care that much for the plot line. Um, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't work for us. Um, if you disagree, sound off in the comments, but, like, also, 
suck it up. Yeah, suck it up. Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, feel free. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so, uh, I think that, that it's an interesting episode. It def- like I said, it's really just the one thing that sticks in my mind. The rest of it's mostly forgettable. What did you give this episode out of 10? I gave it a 6 out of 10. Interesting. I, my lowest score. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Also tied for my lowest score. Um, uh, so, you know, not that great an episode, but definitely not uh, something that I would, you know, avoid watching if I was doing a rewatch. I would watch it again uh, if I was doing a whole rewatch. So, um, yeah. It would it would have been like a 5 or a 4 if not for that ridiculous murder. Yeah, it's it's really just like, you know, <laughs> ratcheting it up. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really do just, it's just, it's so bananas. Um, it's, it, I don't know, I love it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that is our, uh, episode on Mr. Monk Goes to the Circus. You can follow the show at Strictly Monkin. Andre, where can you follow you? You can follow me at Andre Barrera. And you can follow me at the Jake Christie. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the show. Please share it with your friends, family, um, enemies. Unless your, unless your enemies are gonna rate this poorly as, like, a way to get back against you, so don't do that. But acquaintances... Um, baristas. Actually, don't, you probably shouldn't be getting coffee at this point. Anyway, just share it. Um, and uh, more important than all that, though, please tune in next week as we talk about Mr. Monk and the very, very old man. Let's get monkey!